at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's show. My name is Ty Bartolanio, and I'm the radio host and host assistant for the New Height Show in Education and the New Height Educational Group. As a reminder to everybody, this show is pre-recorded on Fridays and focuses on youth and issues affecting them. With technology today, youths are being exposed to more and more violent and graphic images. Things that used to be considered R-rated are now being exposed to children who are as young as 7 to 10 years old. Sex violence and death are just a few things that were once considered scandalous to see as an adult that have now become societal norms for all ages. Teenagers and youths are going to witness um, some violent media at one time or another and it's not just the TV, music and movies that depict violence. Many of today's violent video games portray gory scenes and disturbing acts of aggression. Pediatrician, policymakers, and parents often wondered whether violent media are harmful to their children. Over the past couple of decades, um, studies have linked watching violence to a lack of empathy and even aggressive behavior. Other studies have shown the number one factor in determining how kids relate to media is how their parents think and act. According to Common Sense Media, the more violence their parents watch, the more likely they are to think it's okay for their kids to view. It is important to talk to your teen about the dangers of being exposed to violent images and monitor your teen's mental state. It is also important to talk about sexual situations and racial stereotypes that your teen might see. Teens need to learn how to identify what is good and what is bad about the media because this helps them become a healthier consumer when they can think objectively about what they are seeing online, in the movie theater, or in a video game. How is this exposure to on-screen violence affecting youth today? 
CNN in 2016 released an article discussing new studies that have found youth exposure to screen violence at an early age harmful to their mental health. So what are those types of media violence that our youth are exposed to? The relationship between screen violence and street violence has been studied and since early days of television. Some say over 3,000 studies in the past four decades, while it is too simplistic to prove that media portrays or causes violence in real life, there are many other studies that explore how media violence is perceived by viewers or internalized in attitude and in behaviors. In one interesting study, social science researchers identified six different and distinct characteristics of violence in film and then explored how viewers of different ages and stages of maturity depict and translate them. The following are different types of media violence. Reward for violence. If a violent act is rewarded or left unpunished, it is more likely to foster attitudes supportive of aggression. The lack of punishment actually functions as a sanction or a reward for violent behavior. Reality of violence. The more a violent act is realistically portrayed, the more likely it is to be imitated. Older children are more emotionally resp responsive to programs that depict realistic events and are influenced more by violent movies that feature events that are humanly possible violent role models. Children are more likely to imitate and look up to characters whose use of violence is portrayed as necessary or attractive. Moreover, children who strongly identify with a violent media character are more likely to be aggressive themselves. Justified violence. The more an act of violence is pre presented as justified, the more likely it is to be copied. Young children are more apt to hurt than to help a peer after watching a cartoon with scenes of justified violence. Violent connections. Viewers who find similarities between themselves and their actions and feelings and a violent act, theme, or character in a film are more likely to imitate or emulate that violence in real life. This is particularly true about children. And lastly, the amount of violence. Excessive exposure to media violence may produce a psychological blunting of normal emotional responses to violent events. It may also lead to a lack of responsiveness to real life aggression. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Tai Bartolania, and I'm talking about on-screen violence among the youth. I've listed um, what this violence 
are all about and the types of media violence that the youth and children are being exposed to. So what are the effects of screen violence? According to a policy statement released by the American Academy of Pediatrics, screen violence, which includes violence in video games, television shows, and movies, has been found to be associated with aggressive behavior, aggressive thoughts, and angry feelings in children. Discussing on the news and media program on the violent attack in Nice, France, in 2016, Dr. Dimitri Christakis, that is the director of the Center for Ch Child Health, Behavior and Development at Seattle's Clients Research Institute, states that screen violence, particularly when it is real, but even if it is virtual, is quite traumatic for children regardless of age. It is not uncommon to see increase in nightmares, sleep disturbances, and increased general anxiety in the wake of such events. Now, there has been studies on screen violence. Again, Dr. Christakis and fellow colleagues reviewed and summarized dozens of studies about the effect of virtual violence and aggression on children's attitudes and behaviors. They describe virtual violence as a form of screen violence where youth experience or witness forms of violence on a screen. After the review, Dr. Christakis and his colleagues urged doctors, parents, and the media industry and policymakers to better prohibit, prohibit easy access to screen violence for young children. The solution to screen violence includes know how to talk to your teen and your youth. Bringing up any difficult subjects with your teen can feel uncomfortable and your teen is not likely to respond well to a lengthy lecture or too many questions. But having a conversation with your teen about difficult issues is not something you should shy away from as a parent. Even when it seems like they are not listening, you are the most influential person in your teen's life and it is important to lay a strong foundation before the window of opportunity closes. A good way to strike up a conversation about drugs, sex, or other uncomfortable situations is to ask a question like, do you think this is a big issue at your school? Listen to what your teen has to say in response to such question. Try not to be judgmental, but make your expectations and opinions clear. It is also important that your teen understands that you don't condone certain behaviors and that they know the consequences of breaking your rules. Also, you need to pay attention to your teen's media use. Don't allow teens to watch R-rated movies or to play M-rated video games. It is not healthy for them to consume the material in excess and consuming them unsupervised. Also, talk to your teen about the dangers of being exposed to violent images and monitor your teen's mental state. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, 
fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. This is the new Heights show on education and I've been talking about on-screen violence among youth and the types of this violence and some solutions to curb on-screen violence as a parent. So how can you tell if a video game is potentially harmful for your teen? First, as a parent, play the game or have someone else demonstrate it for you. You can also watch videos of others playing the game on social media such as YouTube. After watching game, this um, game for a sufficient amount of time, maybe for about 15 to 20 minutes, ask yourself the following six questions. One, does the game involve some characters trying to harm themselves or others? Two, does this happen frequently that is more than once or twice in 30 minutes that is the character harming themselves or others three is the harm rewarded in any way four is the harm portrayed as funny are non-violent solutions absent or less fun than the violent ones then Lastly, are realistic consequences of violence absent from the game? If two or more answers are yes, you need to think very carefully about the lessons being taught before allowing your child access to such game. Make sure the game is age appropriate. Video games have age-based label, uh, that is M for mature gamers, that is 17 and older, and content codes, that is maybe it has some graphic violence. But just because a video game is age-appropriate does not mean it is harmless. Many parents also think the age-based label and um, content codes are not strict enough. Some games rated E by the video game industry as appropriate for everyone contain violent content. Many video games rated T for teens, that is 13 and older, are also very violent. So, as a parent, be a wise consumer. Buy video games that are helpful to your children. Don't buy video games that are potentially harmful for your kids. Be a wise parent and also as a, a wise guardian or a grandparent. Know what your children are playing. Don't allow access to violent video games or video content at all. Restrict time spent on video games. Make sure all televisions and computers are in public locations not in private space such as bedrooms you can also check some other um, some previous shows we've done about social media addiction use passwords on tvs to block out programs containing violence use software and computers to block sites with violent content when your child visits a friend's home tell the parent that your child is not allowed to play or watch age-inappropriate video games or video content.
explain to your children why video games are harmful this will definitely last them long than trying to monitor what they do and uh, how they do it teach non-violent problem solution at every opportunity you have talking to your teen and your children be an involved community member if you learn that a retailer is selling violent games to children complain to the owner or maybe the manager if you learn that a retailer is doing a good job of screening sales or rental of violent material to children thank the owner and support the business perhaps by purchasing non-violent educational video games help educate others in your community that this paid the other parents, youth, and public officials about the dangers involved in online or on-screen violence. Let your public officials know that you are concerned. And lastly, consider not purchasing products from companies that sponsor violent video games. And it is wise to let them know why. And here is where I'll be ending today's show. You can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org. Be sure to check out our previous radio shows and join me every Friday at radio.newheighteducation.org as I discuss yet another issue youths are facing. Remember, a troubled youth is a troubled adult. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.